Jackass Letters is one man's epistolary exploration of the world he lives in. If you're new to jackassletters.com or this podcast, my name is Christopher L. Jorgensen, and what I do is send out letters to individuals or companies to see what kind of response I can get. I try to make these letters be somewhat amusing, at least some of the time, but I also engage in political discourse, cultural criticism, and cathartic commentary all intermixed with a bit of complete idiocy and jackassery. I do this because I think it's fun. I hope you will as well. I am generally a fan of the products and people I engage with, but not always. And yes, these letters are real, and yes, I really sent them. The replies are real as well. Even the names have not been changed to protect the innocent, since who among us is truly innocent? But they are occasionally redacted by request. If you enjoy my little letter-writing hobby, please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com slash jackassletters. Thanks for listening. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. Let's get right to it, shall we? March 11th, 2020 Dear Lysol, I'm quite fond of your product. Here's the deal. When I smell the fresh, clean scent of Lysol, I know that shit is clean. It's only when I walk in someplace and they are mopping with some mildly sudsy water and my sinuses don't open up and my eyes don't water that I question whether they are actually managing to get everything disinfected and sanitized. I mean, if you can't smell the Lysol, is it even clean? What's the point at that point? It's just going through the motions, if you ask me. I know some people aren't particularly fond of the odor, but I happen to not be one of those people. I love it. I grew up with Lysol, and when I smell that scent, I get all nostalgic. I also feel like perhaps people are taking things seriously when they clean with Lysol, rather than just soap and water. I'd never eat off the floor, but I'd like to imagine I could if I'd recently mopped with your product. That would actually make a kind of funny commercial, a whole family eating off the kitchen floor without concern. Or perhaps... Some guy picking up some dropped food and someone else saying, Whoa, dude, five-second rule. And that guy could be like all, Nah, man, I mopped with Lysol this morning. I'm good. I know. Now I'm just being silly. Anyway, I am writing for reasons. My partner and I keep arguing over how safe Lysol is. She keeps thinking it'll kill the cats. Or at least be bad for them. Or us. I maintain that Lysol is what makes us safe from those little furry disease vectors. So, how dangerous is Lysol for cats or children? We don't have kids, 
but my partner is pretty small, and I don't want her getting sick from exposure either if we can avoid it. I think she's mostly worried about the cats, but it'd be nice if she could stay healthy as well. So just let me know if I can tell her that Lysol is perfectly safe for cats, or if we need to discontinue use of your product around our pets. Apparently, getting rid of the cats isn't an option. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen Reply March 22, 2020 Dear Mr. Jorgensen, Thank you for your email regarding Lysol Professional Disinfectant Spray. This product is safe to use around pets when used according to label directions. As with any household cleaner, pets should not be allowed to come into contact with a surface that is wet with the product. Birds and other pets that have delicate respiratory systems are uniquely sensitive to some airborne household products. Therefore, we recommend removing the bird from the room until the product application has fully ventilated. If you have any further questions, please do not hesitate to call us at 1-800-228-4722. Sincerely, Michelle B. Consumer Relations. Apparently, uh, Netflix has made Big Cat Rescue famous, and I was writing them back in 2010. So, here you go. December 10th, 2010. Dear Big Cat Rescue, Merry Christmas! I've watched two of your Big Cat videos online and have to say watching tigers rip into pumpkins and lions catching tossed turkey carcasses really brings a smile to my face. Then I feel bad because it's that time of year again when we're told to focus our charitable feelings toward our fellow man. But honestly, I don't much like people. I know you can't go feeding people to the lions. This isn't Rome, after all. But pumpkins and dead turkeys isn't very sporting, if you ask me. I was thinking you could pick something a bit more entertaining, like a chihuahua or yorkie. Obviously, an adult dog as a puppy would stand little or no chance against a lion. I'd pay to see that. Who wouldn't? So the way I see it, I have an extra $5 laying around. I'm sending you this. I realize you probably can't get a chihuahua or yorkie for $5, but maybe... I could go in with someone else on a Scottish Terrier or something. If you decide to not buy dogs with my money, then please put it toward the smallest of your big cats. I figure they don't eat as much. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. <sighs> and I got one of those typical boring replies. Dear C. Jorgensen, this letter is to acknowledge and thank you for your generous donation to Big Cat Rescue on 12-10-2010, valued at $5. Your contribution has helped us provide a better home for these magnificent and deserving animals. We have not provided you with any goods or services in exchange for this donation, 
Big Cat Rescue Corp. is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation rescued with the state of Florida to solicit donations. Our registration number is CH11409, and we use no paid solicitors, so 100% of your donation goes to the sanctuary, 0% to any solicitor. On behalf of the cats, thank you very much. For the cats, Jamie Veronica. Jamie Veronica, president of Big Cat Rescue. December 10th, 2010 Dear Exotic Feline Rescue Center Merry Christmas! Every year around this time, my thoughts turn to Christmas, which makes me think of Jesus, which makes me think of Christians, which makes me think of lions, and then I smile. I looked at your gift store online and I didn't see what I wanted, but I decided to send you $20 anyway. What would make my day is a lucky lion's tooth, or bobcat, or leopard, or cougar, pretty much anything except an ocelot's, since who wants one of those? I'm not suggesting someone go pull a lion's tooth just to send me one, but I figure these cats probably lose teeth all the time. But maybe they don't. Maybe they have better dental plans than your typical American, in which case, I guess you don't have to send me anything. Since you made me smile, I'm sending along $20. It's the same as in town. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. P.S. If a tooth is out of the question, I'd take a claw if one of those lions is done with his. And now the reply. ExoticFelineRescueCenter.org Tax Receipt Thank you for your recent gift to the Exotic Feline Rescue Center. We value your continued support and all of the many wonderful things it makes possible as we continually strive toward providing the best possible care and environment for all of our exotic big cats. It is through gifts such as yours that we are able to thrive as an organization dedicated to the rescue and care of these magnificent animals. We thank you again and look forward to your continued support. Joe Taft Founder, Director Gene Herberg, Assistant Director 2010 Tax Receipt And here's a classic letter. October 4th, 2010 Dear Deadwood, I fucking love Deadwood. The cocksuckers that canceled that show ought to be fucking shot, goddamn hoopleheads. This show is the reason I want to visit your cocksucking town. Don't worry, I don't expect it to be like it is on the TV, what with all the whoring and gambling and people using swear words like cunt and shit. I think swearing for swearing's sake is crass. I hate bastards that do that. It would disappoint me greatly if I were to visit your town, only to discover it bears no resemblance whatsoever to the Deadwood of old. 
So what can a peckerhead like me expect upon visiting? What is there to do in Deadwood? Should I bring my own guns, or are they provided? Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. And the reply. Dear Christopher, thanks for your letter. We do agree with you that the hoopleheads who cancel the show don't know what they're doing, but would hope it doesn't come to gunfire. We would love to have you visit our town, and although we appreciate your enthusiasm, you will not find the Deadwood that was represented in the HBO series. You can expect a beautiful town that always has something going on with casinos, restaurants, hotels, and views that won't quit. We recommend that you try to come during one of our special event weekends, as they are the most fun you'll have anywhere in the Wild West. I've included a special event calendar and a brochure for you to check things out. You can also visit our website at deadwood.com for any information you're looking for. I've also enclosed a little something we think you might enjoy. Thanks for the correspondence, and we hope to see you in Deadwood soon. Sincerely, George Milos, Director, Deadwood Chamber and Visitors Bureau. And they also sent me a hat that says, Number 10, Deadwood Cocksucker on it. I happen to be in Congressman Steve King's district, and I kind of happen to hate Congressman Steve King. So I thought I'd write him a hate letter, one of those things like a love letter, but where you hate someone, sort of like a fan letter, but whatever the opposite of a fan letter is. So here you go. April 18th, 2008. Dear Congressman Steve King, I think you are a hate-mongering, homophobic, racist bigot, and ashamed of the state of Iowa. How do you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning? Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. P.S. Any way I can get an autographed photo? Predictably, he didn't reply. But that wasn't the point. The point was to let him know that there are people out there who do understand the fact that he is a hate-mongering, homophobic, racist bigot, and ashamed of the state of Iowa. The state of Iowa apologizes. Vote J.D. Scholten. December 5th, 2009. Dear Luxor Hotel and Casino, I am including a $5 chip that I inadvertently forgot to cash in while I was in Las Vegas. I don't think there will be any tax implications for either of us if you just send me a check to the above address. But if there is, can you please include whatever form I need to fill out? I realize $5 isn't a lot of money to most people, but it is to me. So I hope whoever opens this letter is honest and doesn't just take my chip. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. Enclosed. One red $5 chip. 
I did get a reply to this letter, but it entirely consisted of one check from the Luxor Casino. It uh, was a $5 check that says, Pay to the Order of Christopher L. Jorgensen. Long story short here is that I used to play poker. I don't anymore. So I sent the chip back out to Vegas because I no longer needed the souvenir. So I think I'm going to round out this episode with an unanswered letter and call this one good. January 23rd, 2017. Dear Mad Max, Every year, my friend Brian Broom taunts me with descriptions of the mythical Gobblerito. Every damn year. He says it's turkey, black bean potatoes, stuffing and corn wrapped in a warm tortilla and covered in gravy, all served with a side of cranberries. I finally called him on his bullshit and said, Picks, or it didn't happen, and he came through with photos. One of them was even of the legendary Gobblerito. I still didn't believe him until I saw the fabled Gobblerito on the internet. Thanks to you and Brian, I now know my life to be incomplete. Unfortunately, there's no Mad Mex anywhere near me. I fear I will go my entire existence without ever experiencing the joy of the famed Gobblerito. Just once in my life, I would like to taste something other than disappointment, preferably with a side of cranberries. Brian says I can come visit him in Pittsburgh, but we all know how bad of an idea that would be. So please, please, please open a location near me. You could even make it seasonal. You have eight months to make this happen. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. P.S. The internet says there are 1,483 calories in a Gobblerito, so I can't imagine I'd be able to eat more than two. I'm not sure this calorie count includes the cranberry side. That's all you get. See you next week. Jackass Letters is not currently looking for sponsorships, but in the unlikely event this podcast takes off, I am totally willing to take your money to promote a product or cause or website. Reach out and we can chat. I'm also open-minded to minimal advertising on jackassletters.com. You can write me at sponsorships at jackassletters.com or at Christopher L. Jorgensen, P.O. Box 546, Ames, Iowa, 50010, and I'll do my best to reply. Write a letter. Write a letter. Looking forward to your confused reply. Won't you just write a letter? Write a letter. Sincerely, Christopher L. Jorgensen. A better way to help the world maintain its absurdity than mailing unsuspecting folks some handwritten wordity. Jackass letters. Jackass letters.